Hi everyone. So I have a few updates for you before I get into the topic. Um, the first update is about um, my eyes, if you've been following along. Um, I mentioned that not that long ago I experienced blurry vision for like a week or two. Um, along with like other stuff like body aches and... Um, lacking motivation for some things. I have chalked that up to a stress response because I'm pretty sure I'm in a burnout. Um, or what I've read is called like a long burnout. Um, I don't know too much about a long burnout. I know about the ones that I had from like work and stuff here and there but um so I won't really get into that topic until like maybe a few episodes down the road because I want to research what long burnouts are before I just start randomly talking about something and talking about it the wrong way but um I haven't had I don't feel like anything's like different in my body I feel like whatever the hell I was experiencing is completely gone so um I'm sorry if any of this is repetition so Alicia had, we were going to go see the eye doctor, but then she got COVID. And so now she's feeling better. So she had scheduled um, us eye doctor appointments for, um, what's today? Tuesday. So Saturday, this past Saturday. And I didn't mind that like she scheduled it. I prefer it actually, because it's one less thing I have to figure out how to do. And so she scheduled our appointments back to back so that I wouldn't have to go by myself and I was just like, ugh. Um, like, she had scheduled it, like, several, like a few days in advance. So I had time to think about it. And the closer it got to the appointment, I was like, my eyes are fine. I don't feel like I'm going blind. I'm pretty sure that was a stress response. But I do realize I'm not a doctor. And I, you know, am not 100% sure on anything. Although I, I think I am. But you know, without like actual evidence. I don't know. But, um, so I told her that I didn't want to go and she didn't like that too much. Cause like, she's worried like a normal spouse would be, but I just didn't want to go to the fucking appointment because my mind was like, Oh my God, it's on a Saturday. The last time we did a Saturday eye doctor appointment, we were there for a few hours. It was so fucking busy. There was children running around and screaming. They were understaffed and backed up. And I hated every fucking second that I was at that appointment. Um, which is why I like to go to appointments during the week because that shit usually doesn't happen. Um, I always prefer appointments like during the week when like a good portion of people are working at an office or at their homes and there's not like tons of people out at stores or whatever. Um... So I told her that's why I didn't want to go and that I was going to cancel the appointment and which was easy. It's just like you text the word cancel or something to the place that we go to get our eyes checked. Um, and also my rationale was because I told Alicia like not only that, but I swear every time we go to get our eyes checked, it feels like the script is just slightly different and either it's like is that is it normal to like go to an eye doctor every year and have like a a new script or prescription whatever the fucking glasses 
stuff's called i don't know but is it normal to like have a new one every time you go if you're going regularly like i can understand like you know you go like a few years in a row maybe your vision hasn't changed and then it does i don't know how that works it just seems like weird to me and part of me wonders if it's like because i always assume like the worst and i'm like you know maybe this slight adjustment in the script is so that they can get money out of me for a new pair of glasses or lenses or whatever because that's that shit's not not cheap but it's better um it's easy easier to afford it uh, with insurance but it's still expensive and so i told her i really think that they just like make some shit up just to get you to spend that extra money on like new glasses and stuff and new lenses and um i could be wrong but that's just a feeling that i have um so if anybody is an eye doctor and i'm talking out of my asshole right now can you just tell me i'd appreciate it um, the next thing is the EMDR I mentioned. I met with my therapist today and today's session was just uh, like an, she called it like an information gathering session. She had like specific EMDR, EMDR forms that she needed to fill in with like certain information as part of the process. Um, so and it's kind of funny because I've been seeing this lady for like 10 years. So she knows all my shit. And I I don't know how EMDR can benefit me. Like she explains kind of how it works. But I told her like it's one of those things like she was explaining to me like just the process and like how it can bring stuff up. Like I don't know. And what was I saying? Oh, no, I forgot. Sorry, I was doing so good. Oh, it's only been six minutes. Well, that's still good. Um, what was I just saying? I've been seeing her. Oh, so I've been seeing her for 10 years. So it's not like we have brand new things to talk about. Um, and the EMDR has to do with like going back to my childhood, identifying like core negative beliefs about myself I still have, and somehow moving my eyes around while talking about these things is supposed to help process it better. I don't understand it because I just have to experience it myself um it's one of those things where i don't you can tell me in all kinds of different ways what this could be like but i have a hard time picturing it because i haven't experienced it like you know stuff like um if you're feeling overwhelmed or something or like no the example she used was like if something came up that evoked like a strong reaction within me and like it was just too much to process she was like you know just put it in a little box in your head and you know like those those tools like uh compartmentalize it temporarily so that like you can go back to it and you know or like imagine going to like a safe space like where's a place that you know you might want to imagine yourself in if you're feeling like really upset or whatever and I'm like, I don't, that stuff doesn't work for me because I am not in those places. It's weird to me, like as much imagining as I do and as much stories as I write in my head and the places I go in my head, for whatever reason, that's normal to me, but it's abnormal to like picture myself in a place I'm not literally in at the moment. I don't know. Does that make sense? That seems like so opposite. 
but I, I can't do that because like, I'm just sitting there like, I'm, well, I'm not in Japan, which is like one of my favorite places to be because I was born and raised there. And I told her, if I think of that, that'll just make me sad that I'm not there. And she's like, well, what about your room? You really like your room? I was like, oh yeah, I do. But it's hard to imagine myself being in it and feeling like how I usually feel when I'm in it if I'm not in it. And I'm in your office instead trying to picture, like, I can't do that shit. My mind doesn't work that way. So I'm hoping that, like, maybe this will be, like, this will help me work through some stuff. Like, I'm just going to give it a go. So, like, the next session is at the end of the month. And she said she's going to start the, what is it called? The, the eye thingy? I don't know. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't like the the movements, the things where you have to like your eyes have to follow while you're processing. Like I can't even explain it because I still don't understand how that all connects. Um and those of you who do EMDR probably like maybe it's like pretty simple for you to understand maybe. I don't know. Um I just feel like this isn't for me. Um, but I'm curious to see how it will benefit me. And then like the last thing is, so Alicia was being a responsible adult and our washer, like we've had the same washer and dryer for 12 years now, 11 years. It's been a long time and they're just basic. They're not, they weren't special. They're just basic white washer and dryer. And, um, the past month or so, the spinny thing in the washer has been making like a rant, 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 rant. That's just all you hear when it's doing the washing the whole time. Because my room's right above the where the washer is in the basement. So like I hear it the most. But um, Alicia was starting to hear it too. And so because I told her about it too. And she finally started hearing it. And then she told me, I don't know, like a few nights ago or no, like a week ago that she was looking at purchasing a new washer. And I was like, why? Ours still works. And she's like, yeah, but like something is getting worn out because of the sound that it makes. And in my head, I use the shit out of everything and I only stop using it when it breaks. So I was like, you don't know, we could still get like a hundred more washes out of that and it will still just make the noise, but it'll still work. So like, what's the point of buying one now? Why can't we just wait until it's broke and then get one? And she said that the main reason is because like all the appliances are on sale, like at the end of the year. And so this one was like $400 off. And, um, she's like, I just think it would be better to like get one now while it's on sale. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. But for me, I told, like, I told her if it was just me, I would just find another affordable one. And like, I'm not, I don't know, as long as the thing does what it's supposed to do, I don't care too much. But she, uh, we decided on, I don't know the brand or anything like that. All I know is it's got buttons and like you can be notified on your phone when like one of your, like a load is done being washed so that you don't have to keep going down and checking. Like basically to me and to her, this feels fancy. And I told her today, I was like, dude, like these things have been around for like years now. Right. And she's like, yeah, like 
but to us, it's like brand new. We've, I've never had a washer that like you can push different buttons and it does like a bunch of different things or like connects to the Wi-Fi on your phone so that like you can be notified. Now you can come down and take your clothes out of the washer and put it in the dryer. Um, it makes like these cute little beep boop 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 beep boop 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 sounds when you're pressing buttons, kind of like a music. I don't know. Um, and you know, it doesn't take much to entice me because sounds and lights, that's, you know, pretty much all of it. But also the inside is so much bigger and there's not a spinny thing. What are those called? A spinny thing? You know, do you know what I'm talking about? I think you probably do. Apparently they, washers don't have to use those anymore. So that's probably been around for a long time too. And we didn't fucking know about that because we haven't had to get a new washer. So (laughs) I'm like, wow, am I going to be able to figure out how to use this thing? Because it's technology and it's new. And I'm just like, no wonder, like, we end up being able to afford things pretty decently, even without sales, because we end up getting something new that's new to us, but that's been out for like years. Um, and we're okay with that. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's our first um, actual purchase of an appliance together, like with our money. Because the initial washer and dryer came from like my ex-parents. They contributed money toward the washer and dryer so that we can get it, which was nice of them. But this was our first like appliance purchase because like our fridge still works, our dryer still works, things still work. Okay, now I wanted to talk a little bit about gratitude today. And I know I've talked about gratitude here and there before, but... um. I don't know if I've done an episode about it and it's not even, I don't plan on this being a long episode. I just wanted to say a few things, uh, like with gratitude and neurodiversity, I feel like people who can embrace their neurodiversity can like, I don't know, foster like a sense of gratitude for unique perspectives and abilities within the autism community. Um, the reason, like, I feel, I don't have any evidence to back this up because, you know, the internet's available to anybody who has it so you can look stuff up because I'm too lazy. Um, but I feel like people on the spectrum um, or just people who are not ordinary experience, like not only emotions more intensely, but gratitude. I fully believe, and I'm not like, I've heard uh, a few other people talk about it too. Like, um, basically I'm grateful for so much shit And I think about it regularly and I'm in awe of like the stuff that like we have available to us. Like I'm not just grateful for like, you know, um, oh, if you hear that noise, it's the heater kicking on back here. I'm not just grateful for like basic things. You know, I don't say like, I don't look at what I'm grateful for in my life only at Thanksgiving. I think that's kind of dumb, but 
every day I literally am like, oh my God, I am so grateful for my sound bar because I love how the sound sounds when it comes out of it. You know, I'm grateful for a lot of material things, which maybe that sounds weird, but it makes my life easier. So I'm always grateful for those things. Um, in fact, this is kind of embarrassing, but I think I'm going to do it anyways. I have a gratitude journal that it's part of my morning routine every day. Every morning I write, I think I might have mentioned this before, I write in this gratitude journal and I use up every line. So there's like two, four, six, seven lines for each day. And I prefer to fill all the lines up because for some reason, I, I know this isn't true. Rationally, I know this isn't true. But the, for some reason, I'm like, I feel like if I only fill three of the seven lines, does that mean like I, I'm ungrateful for everything else? Like, I don't know. Like, mind is weird. So I filled up every line in these entries. And I'm just going to read a few for you so you can see the kind of stuff I feel grateful for. Um, and I, I feel like this is like a little embarrassing just because I don't know if I'm doing that thing again where like, am I the only one that like is grateful for shit like this? Is that a weird, is this weird to be grateful for stuff? So anyways, here's one. We'll go. F this was July of last year. Um, today I am grateful for Koi coming this morning. That's the brand I buy my pot from. Um, more snarky tea is on the way. <laughs> Alicia is smart and figured out that Krampus is being territorial under the bed. I got interest in an LOI I sent yesterday. Um, we have a nice home. Our cat family, the show, the bear. Oh, that's when I must have watched that music, things that smell awesome, not having to vacuum, sitting down anymore. Oh God. With a shop vac, electricity, running water and internet. That's what I was grateful for that day. And so like to go through some of these things, um, I'm really grateful for my pot deliveries. <laughs> um, I just am. And because I'm grateful for delivery services in general, anybody that brings you things like, yeah, you have to pay them to do it. But like, what a great service if you can afford it. Um, more snarky tea. Like that's when I was in the middle of like my obsession with that brand. Um, and my favorite kind was coming in the mail. Um, that was when our Krampus is just our nickname for Morpheus. Um, our, our asshole cat. He's nice, but like he was being weird for like a couple of weeks. He was very territorial. He would just stay under the bed. I think I mentioned that before. Um, so I was um, grateful that like Alicia was able to figure something out about him that I wasn't. I don't know. Because sometimes I feel like I'm very narrow minded in like my views. It's like, no, that's not what I mean. Um, I'm not narrow minded in views. Like, I feel like I just get, like, I don't see the bigger picture. I get stuck on, like, the details and stuff, and I try to figure things out that way. Like, it doesn't always work. Um, an LOI that I had sent was a letter of interest that I was sending off to an, a publishing company in case they needed an editor. Um, I'm always grateful for our house um, and our cats. And so, like, the show, The Bear, the reason I put stuff like this in these 
entries isn't to just fill the lines up, but I'm, I'm literally, I was grateful for the bear that, what was that? That was that Hulu show with what's his face from Shameless. And I really, really liked it. Um, and I remember feeling like, um, I was, I don't know. I, I was just very, I was obsessed with the show. I guess I just binged it in like a couple of days and it made me feel all kinds of things like, um, it drew me in with the stories and whenever something is able to do that for me, it makes me feel something. I am grateful for it because that means that whatever that thing is, is good art, good work. I don't know. Um, that everything came together, the production, like the writing, the actors that were hired, the, the characters that were developed, it all comes together seamlessly and evokes so much emotion within me. And I like to watch things that, that teach me something or make me feel something. And that show is one of it. Music. Um, I'm always grateful for that always because I listen to it just about all the time. It calms me down when I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed, um, things that smell awesome. I, I, that same thing. It's like a grounding thing, not having to vacuum sitting down anymore. That's a little bit embarrassing. I want to say I mentioned that on here before, but I'm not sure. Um, we used to get like regular vacuums back before they made like more of them specific to like picking up pet hair and shit. So like you get like a regular vacuum and you go to vacuum a pet hair and I would only be able to like manage one, like not only I, I went through a one vacuum a year because it would break and I couldn't figure out how to fix it. There was actually a vacuum, vacuum of, wait, what is it? A vacuum? Yeah. A vacuum repair shop. I didn't even fucking know such a thing existed until I saw one. Um, it was weird. Like people really do bring their vacuums in to get them repaired. That seems weird to me. But I guess that makes sense. Um, but I never bothered with any of that. And then they finally started making um, the pet ones sp- the like more affordable and more uh, like easier to obtain, I guess. So the shop vac was the only thing that would get the hair up from the carpets and not break down. I would sit on the carpet. So like imagine just uh I don't know what the size is, but like a big rect- rectangular carpet and I would start at one end and I would be sitting down with a shop vac and I would just vacuum every piece like every area and then I would scooch back and like vacuum that part and scooch back and vacuum. That's how I vacuumed. <laughs> um uh and I knew at the time that that wasn't like how people vacuum. I know what shop facts are for. They're not for regular vacuuming. But like to me, I found something that picked up the cat hair and didn't break. And I just stuck with it because I was like, well, this does the job. And sitting down wasn't so bad. But then after a while, sitting down and then standing up to move to a different part of the house and sitting down and then staying, you know, that that got old. Um. So... Yeah, we finally got a pet vacuum and, um, oh, so that, we've only had that since July, huh? So like six months, 
that doesn't make sense. I thought we had it longer than that. Um, uh, I guess not. Anyways, and then I am grateful for electricity all the time because, like, I can't imagine what life must have been like without it and, like, all the fucking candles people went through. Like, just, no. Electricity is awesome. Running water, I'm always grateful for that because there are people who don't have access to running water. There's people who don't have access to clean water um, and the internet. I'm grateful for that because it gets me work. Um, it ha gets me access to anything I need to learn or research, like whatever. I just, these are things I literally have, like, I'm just grateful for all the time. Um, let's pick another day. Uh, let's go to the beginning of November of this past year. Today I'm grateful for my new room. Laura sent me a book. Um, new music, marbles, my air mattress, Tim Burton, my cat family, um, or our cat family, our house, my car, laptop, phone, TV, soundbar, real doors, um, hope, pillows, chocolate, sharpies, nice people, stickers. Um, I wrote Sharpies again. Nail I didn't realize I did that. Nails and hammers, tape, buff city, privacy, setting boundaries, um, with toxic people and sticking with them, coffee, stevia, chipsters, flavored water, nail files, and cloudy days. So this was when I moved back to the back room that I'm in now. Um, Laura's the person, um, she sends me work on all kind of a regular basis. So I get books from her. I always appreciate the work. Um, I always appreciate new music, marbles. I use those while I work. That's embarrassing too, but I might've mentioned it before. Like every page I edit, I put a marble in, um, a glass jar. And so like, once I see the glass jar filling up, that's visual proof that I've been productive. And it also makes editing the books, like, go by easier. I don't know. It just helps. Um, and plus, I also like to run my fingers through a box of marbles. I like how that feels. So it's sensory, too. Tim Burton. Oh, I love him. Um, and he's autistic. My, or, yeah, the cats. We love the house. Uh, I'm grateful for my car. Like, the things I'm grateful for, it's usually because, like, if I imagine my life without that thing, it would make my life harder. So if I have this, this thing in my life that makes something easier, thank you so much. Like, I'm grateful for whoever invented this, whoever, like, made this thing or whatever. Um... What else did I put? Nails and hammers. That must have been when I was putting all the shit up in the in my room back here on the walls. Because I love nailing things to the walls. Like Alicia hates when I do that. But I just do it anyways. That's why people make nails. So you can nail things. Um, let's see. Privacy. Oh yeah, and then like, because I have a real door back here, like not the barn doors that Alicia put up that um, she took down when she took that room back. Um, and chipsters are 
cookies, like, like butter cookies, kind of, with ice cream in the middle. And it comes from like a local ice cream shop and they're so fucking del- delicious. The flavored waters, fruit to O, nail files. I know I never clip my nails with a clipper because I don't, it hurts my ears. Like Alicia does it all the time and I have to like leave the room because every clip like feels painful to me. So like, but for some reason, scratching my nails on a nail file doesn't. So I've always just filed my nails and I appreciate whoever invented that. So it's just like, it sounds like really random. Oh, what's this one with the toxic people and sticking with them? Um, I just talked. I think I might have been thinking of like my ex parents when I wrote that one. Yeah, because I haven't talked to them in years. And um, I'll just do one more and that's it. Let's do December 5th. Um, today I'm grateful for feeling better health-wise. I get to work today. I have the bulk of my bill money. Alicia's feeling a little better. Music, my senses, coffee, my room, our bare bed. I get the house to myself for over a week. Uh, soon, chocolate, my phone, car, laptop, tattoos, lotion, body spray, bass, good TV, movies worth watching, comedy, koi, 3chi, which is another like marijuana brand, Amazon, Walfart online, our cat family, laundry detergent, fluffy blankets. <laughs> sometimes like when I'm writing in these these entries, it's like word association. So like sometimes if I write, I'm grateful for chocolate, that will take me to meals that can be ready in less than five minutes, coffee, tea, candy, like I just associate, word associate. But anyways, so this was when... um my blurry vision must have gone away and all those other things I was feeling. Um, I get to work today. I put, I get to, because it's a privilege. Um, I never take it for granted and I am constantly grateful that I work from home. So I put, I get to work today because that's the truth. Like I don't have to, I want to, um, I have the bulk of my bill money. That's always nice when I can just get that right away. And then, Whatever comes after that is just extra money. Um, Alicia was feeling a little bit better from COVID. Music again, my senses. So like I'm regularly grateful to see, hear, smell, taste, touch, all that shit. Because um, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't do any of those things. Um, coffee, because it's delicious. My room, because it's way in the back of the house and it's hidden away and I feel very cozy back here. Our bear bed, that's the name of the company is bear. And I think I talked about this bed before, but it's the best bed I have ever slept in. And I'm grateful for it. Um, getting the house to myself for any length of time. I love it. I just love it. I love being alone. It's not like I want her to go away. I just like being alone. Um, chocolates on here again, my phone. Cause you know, car- you need these things, car, laptop. I don't know why I put, I was grateful for my tattoos. I don't remember why. Um, movies worth watching because it is so hard for me to find a movie, movie worth watching. Oh, oh, I said this was going to be a shorter episode. I'm almost done. I always say that. And then I, I end up going longer because I see it's like 31 minutes now. Um, but anyways, 
it's like, I'll spend hours looking for one movie that meets my requirements. It has to have an IMDb rating of 7.5 or higher. It has to be about, like, I don't want it to, I don't watch action movies because stupid. I don't understand why people like watching that shit. Um, and I, what else don't I watch? That's pretty much it, I guess. Just action movies. Just stupid. Because to me, like, I have to, they have to have stories. The stories have to be about relationships with the people, between people. And, um, it has to make me feel something. So, like, I can tell, like, when I find a good movie that I'm going to like it, even though I haven't seen it yet. Because it's met all of the requirements. So now I know I'm going to enjoy watching it. Like, I don't know if that sounds weird or not, but that's how I operate. And lately it's been so hard to find a good movie because I am so specific. I don't want to just watch anything, you know? So when I find a movie, I'm very grateful that I found that this movie was made and it's not shitty. Um, yeah. Laundry detergent that came from Buff City, my favorite lotion place that's the place I get all my island nectar smelly stuff from um and then fluffy blankets I love when I wash the blankets because they smell so fresh they're fluffy they don't have all the dead skin shit on them like dead skin cells or whatever so does anybody else do a gratitude journal or write down like just what you're grateful for every day and if you do, do you, do you put similar types of things that you're grateful for? Um, I don't know. I'm just curious. And then, um, like, okay. So like with gratitude, just to end this, like when I say that, like, I am grateful for something, I don't just it's not like a fleeting thought like for example the sound bar I put that I'm grateful for my fucking sound bar because I can, it makes it so that I can hear the tv because like if I listen to volume out of a tv itself without a sound bar I, it's hard for me to understand it and I don't like how high-pitched it sounds without like bass and stuff I don't understand why people watch tv without a sound bar and so a sound bar makes listening to music excellent and watching tv or or whatever like i can understand for the most part what's being said um so like i'm regularly grateful for something like that and then like my just i don't know i feel like i feel like it sounds strange but But also, like, I think it's good to be grateful for things and it's good to have a daily reminder of, you know what, like, I'm going to start my day off with this and hopefully it sets the tone for the rest of the day. But, like, I am really grateful for everything I have in my life. Um, LED lights because they're sensory and they calm me down. The cats, oh, I just love the cats. Like, I love animals, you know, so... I just feel grateful for the things I have, which does sound kind of superficial, but I don't mean it to, it's not superficial to me. So hopefully it doesn't sound that way to you. But, um, yeah, 
I was just thinking, like, I was writing in my thing this morning what I was grateful for, and um, I thought, I don't know if I've done a whole episode on this, but I feel like, ner- like, uh, autistic gratitude is just very different. I feel like we feel it more intensely. We don't just do it once a year like some people seem to do. Um, we think about the thing and how it makes our life easier or how it makes us feel. Um, because when I was a kid, I don't know, like, I don't even know if this is related, but I remember like being a kid and, um, I mean, kids don't really understand gratitude anyways. I think that like for the, like they just, they don't have, they don't understand it as well as adults do, but, um. I just remember, like, not feeling grateful for shit. And I don't know if it was because the home environment was not a good one. It was, like, pretty toxic growing up. Um, I mean, we got things. Like, our parents would get us, like, decent presents for birthdays and Christmas and stuff. They were good, like, buying things for us. Just not, like, doling out emotional love or something. Just, like, getting us shit. So we never... I was never grateful that for that stuff as a kid because that's not really what I wanted. I just wanted love from my parents, mostly my mother, because my mother was a raging bitch. Um, and I feel like in my 20s, I was not grateful for anything because I was just a bitch. I was confrontational. I had anger issues. Um, I was not sitting there like thinking about gratitude on a regular basis. So... You know, this is something I started, like, a couple years ago doing. Not this specific journal, but, like, just writing down things I'm grateful for on a daily basis. So, and I like to do this, even if it's similar things that I write. Um, You know, like, not everybody gets to have a soundbar. I I mean, I'm not trying to do compare and contrast or whatever, but, like... Um... I, I don't know. I'm just grateful for, for to have these things. And that's all I really wanted to say about it. Um, if anybody can relate to this in any way, I'd love to hear like your thoughts on it. Um, because I don't know if like this is... I'm not going to say normal, but I just did. I, I feel like gratitude's different for everybody maybe. But um, I haven't ever heard people say that they're grateful for things like this. Um, maybe because they're materialistic or something, but like, to me, the material items help my emotions. They hold my anxiety at bay sometimes, or they cut down on my levels of frustration because I have access to like the internet and I have a laptop and, you know, like I have resources at my disposal that I can use that um, that I hadn't always been able to use because they weren't afforded to me or I couldn't afford them. So like when I, um, yeah, I'm just talking in circles. Now that's all I had to say about this was I'm grateful every day for the same stuff, sometimes different things. And what's hilarious, not really, but maybe is that I don't talk about being grateful for people Alicia's the only one I'm grateful for. So the rest of the stuff that I'm grateful for doesn't have to do with people, usually. (laughs) Um, But I don't care. 
Um, so yeah, uh, that's all I got for today. Hopefully this was relatable. Um, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.